if you're using the Bibles in our pews. Genesis 39, Ryan's going to read the first six verses. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought him from one of the Ismailites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph and he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favour in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household and all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything. Potiphar had both in the house and in the field. So he left in Joseph's care everything he had. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Brilliant. Thank you, Ryan. Boys and girls, I want to talk. Um, I want to talk for just a few moments to you. I haven't done a talk at BB and GB service for quite a while because lots of other people have been here and have done a great job of that, but this year it's my turn. And I want to tell you one of the most exciting and best things that I know. We'll maybe be able to pop it up on the screen here. God is with me and people can see it. Do you want to say that with me? God is with me and people can see it. Do you want to say it again? God is with me and people can see it. Are the grown-ups saying this? God is with me and people can see it. The way I want to think about this for a second is to think about a guy in the Bible. Uh, I think the Bible reading might have been a good clue for anyone who was paying attention, but another clue, this guy... So the way we're going to do this is no shouting out, but hands in the air. Anybody who shouts out will not be asked. I'm sounding a bit like a school teacher, aren't I? I'm just saying, though, those are the rules today. So hand in the air, and I will possibly ask you. So this guy, we've read about him, but a good clue for anyone who maybe was zoning out during the reading. He had a multicolored coat. Like, that, that's kind of, we're going easy here today. Um, anybody know who in the Bible had a multicolored coat? Yes? Joseph, brilliant. Well, any boys and girls, hands up if you know about Joseph. If you know, you see, I knew we were on to something today. We're keeping it, keeping it to one of the big stories in the Bible. I'm not going to tell the story you are, okay? So I'm going to ask you some questions that'll help us tell the story to the grown-ups, all right? Joseph's dad, anybody know what he was called? That's not, not the easiest one to get us started, but yeah. Joseph's dad was called Jacob, brilliant. How many sons did Jacob have? Maybe I'll try to do the girl-boy thing. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Twelve. Brilliant. That was, you know, that was a hard one. So Jacob had twelve sons. Joseph was one of the twelve sons. Did Joseph's brothers like him? Yes, no answers are always a bit easier, aren't they? If you know this story, it's not... Yeah, right at the front here, Matthew. No. Joseph's brothers didn't like him. 
Uh, there are reasons for that. His dad seemed to treat him as a bit of a favorite, gave him the special coat and all of that. But they didn't, they didn't like him. You might remember in the story what they did actually was they kidnapped him and they, they sold him uh, and he ended up in a country far from where he lived. Anybody know what country Joseph ended up in? Korah? Egypt, absolutely. And now here's a slightly harder one. So he was sold as a slave really when he was in Egypt. That wasn't very nice for him. What was the name of the man whose house he ended up in as a slave? Um, yeah. Potiphar, Potiphar's house. Now, I want, we've, we've told that part of the story quite quickly, but I want to slow down here for a second. Imagine you're Joseph. Your own brothers have kidnapped you. They've sold you. And you end up as a slave in a country where you can't even understand what people are saying. How would you feel? Hands up. Sad. I think sad very much. Anything else? Sometimes you can feel a few things at once, can't you? Yeah. Again. Yeah. Worried. Yeah. Yeah. Scared. Sad, worried, scared. I I think alone. You know, so far away from family. Joseph had every reason to feel sad, scared, and alone. And, you know... He might have wondered, was God with him? If everything in my life is going so terribly wrong, could God possibly be with me? What do you think? Well, have a think about that. Do you think, like we've heard the story, it doesn't look great. Fraser, what do you think? Do you think God's with him? You think he is? Who who thinks God is with him? Hands up, boys and girls. Anybody wonder about whether God's with him? Think he's maybe not? So we think, this is interesting, so things are terrible, but almost all of us think that God is with Joseph. The Bible passage tells us, just in case we're not sure, it tells us that God was, the Lord was with Joseph. Boys and girls, this is, this is the first part of this really exciting thing I want to tell you. If you're somebody who loves Jesus and who wants to follow him, He is with you all the time, no matter how terrible your life gets. I think we need to think about this a little bit more for a second, because it's it's one thing to think about it in somebody else's life, like Joseph. Somebody willing to share, like what 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 things are terrible? What what are the worst things that can happen to you that you really don't like, that make life really sad, that maybe get you worried? Um Anybody willing to say, I've thought of some things that I think, but I'd be keen to hear from you. Josh, do you want to have a go? What what kinds of things can make life hard? Being in jail, yeah. And Joseph ended up in jail, yeah. Yeah. Pardon? When your brother punches you. Yeah? Yeah? We've all been there who have a brother. Yeah? There's a gentleman here. Slavery? Yeah, if you ended up a slave, that would be awful. We'll take one more. Eva? When you're bullied? 
When you've wobbly teeth, oh, terrible. We have somebody in our house who's had a tooth wobbly for about a year and a half, and it will not come out, so it's getting... Do you know what I thought of, boys and girls? I, I tried to remember what it was like to be maybe at the stage that some of you are at. Do you know when you're in the playground and people are playing together, but somehow you, they choose to leave you out? That is wick, isn't it? Awful. Or when you're bullied. Or when you get in trouble, this probably doesn't happen. You, you look like very good kids. I remember moments for me along the way when even when I was trying to be good, I was getting in trouble. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. It's wick. You're trying your hardest, and still, you can't be good enough. You just can't get it right. Anybody ever had a bad score in a test or a homework? Yeah? It's wick. Awful. And then we can sometimes be worried about the AQE or about our GCSEs or other things ending in E and, and, you know, just hard things in life. Boys and girls, that doesn't really end. That's the bad news. As you grow older, there are new things to worry about. Let me just check with you again. If bad things are happening to you, does that mean God's not with you? No. No. That's the thing we're learning here today. Terrible stuff was happening to Joseph, but God was still with him. That is such a brilliant thing that I could gladly stop there. But I want to say one more thing very, very quickly. I want to fill out the sentence that we started with, because this gets even better. God is with me, and people can see it. Let's, let's go back to the Joseph story for a second. Joseph was in Potiphar's house as a slave. People t- who know about these things said he probably ended up working in the kitchen. Now, what do you think Joseph was like in that kitchen? I know what I would have been like. I'd have been sitting in the corner grumpy going, I don't want to be here, and with a real scowl on the face. Do you think Joseph was like that? There's a Bible verse, but next verse in our reading, it says, when his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything that he did, Joseph found favors in his eyes and became his attendant. The master saw that God was with Joseph. I want to think about this for a second with you. How, well, we're saying here today, God is with me and people can see it. How did Joseph's boss know that God was with him? Did he see him reading his Bible? That's a quite a hard question. You have to think about that one. You might, you might not know what I'm getting at here. There were no Bibles in those days. So it can't have been that. Did, did Joseph's boss see him going to SU? No. No SUs in Egypt. Not in those days. Did Joseph's boss see him go to BB or GB or know that he go, went to church? No. So this is quite hard. How did Joseph's boss know that God was with him? You guys seem to have some ideas about this. So there's a gentleman there hasn't answered yet. Yeah. Pardon? He might have seen him praying. That's an interesting one. Brilliant. Any other ideas? How would would his boss have known that God was with him? Yeah. Doing good deeds. Just the way he lived, the way he got on. 
See, I'm imagining Joseph and the boss said, right, we need somebody to do the dishes here. I'm sure, I'm sure this wouldn't happen in your house, but do, do you know when mum and dad after dinner say, who's on dishes? Do you know that moment? And everybody jumps forward and says, pick me, pick me. <laughs> well, Joseph, Joseph was, yeah, I, I want to do the dishes. I think, I think there must have been a bit of that about Joseph. Or whenever he was asked to sweep the floor, he, he, he didn't just do that thing that I do where you lift the brush and go like this here around after. He, he swept it till it was clean. You know, he did the, the, the right stuff. So Joseph Boss was able to look at his life and see that God was with him. It's amazing what actually happens. Here's how the Joseph story goes forward, boys and girls. I don't know if you know this. We read in the passage we read, what did Potiphar do with Joseph in the end? He liked, he liked what he saw in Joseph and he did something with Joseph. He made him... Zoe, do you want to have a go? Sorry? Something different? No worries. Um, somebody who hasn't answered? Yeah? Well, I'll tell you what Potiphar did. He put Joseph in charge of his house. He said, Joseph, I've seen what you're like. Come and run this place. The next place that Joseph ended up was in prison. And we don't have time today to tell that story. Do you know what happened in prison? The guy in the prison said, Joseph, I've watched your life. I see that God is with you. Come and be in charge of the prison. Isn't that amazing? And then... After Joseph was let out of prison, he appeared before a very, very powerful man. Anybody remember the powerful man in Egypt? Who's in charge of Egypt? Um, somebody who... Yeah? Pharaoh. Pharaoh's the king of Egypt. Joseph appears in front of him. Do you know what Pharaoh says to him? Joseph, we've had a look at your life. There's nobody in whom God's spirit is just like you. Come and rule the whole country. Isn't that amazing? God is with me and people can see it. Folks, this is what we're made for. God wants you to be people who have Jesus' spirit in you and that other people can see it. We've talked about how Joseph's boss maybe saw it in his life. How do you think our friends and our family and our mums and dads might see it in our lives? Anybody? How would a person know that we are different because Jesus is in us? Have you just some examples or ideas? I'm thinking of school, the classroom, the playground... Josh, do you want to have a go? That you smile a lot. I didn't have that here, but that's brilliant. That's what God's word says. It says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We're smilers. Not all the time, because life can be hard, but we smile a lot. Yeah? We obey the rules, absolutely. We try to be the people who do what the teacher says, what mom and dad say. Back to the playground. If people are being left out, when we're the Jesus carriers, we're the guys who say, no, let's bring him in. 
let's bring her in. Nobody gets left out. Whenever people are talking about the AQE and they're getting all excited about what marks you need and what kind of schools you want to go to and which schools are good and which schools are bad and who's smart and who isn't, we sort of realize that, that that's not a great conversation. So we try to bring the conversation around or just talk about something else altogether. Whenever we work, we do our best. God is with me and people can see it. That starts now. I'm nearly finished, but I wanted to share a couple of, couple of things that might be interesting for, for some of the older boys and girls here today, some of the, the young men and women. This, this guy here, anybody know who this guy is? Hands up if you know who that is. Yeah, that is Jurgen Klopp. And what, just for people who don't know, what's he famous for? He's the Liverpool manager. That's right, the, the manager of Liverpool Football Club. If Jurgen Klopp was here this morning, he would say that he agrees with everything that we have said. You might say, well, how do you know that, Christoph? Well, it's because I've heard him talk about things like this. Here's a thing he said one time. He said, when I walk in the room... I like it to be a better place. It's normal. I'm a Christian. See what he's saying? God is with me, and people can see it. He expects people to see that God is with him and that it's making a difference. Here's a, another thing to think about. Is anybody here into, anybody here use cosmetics? I don't use a whole lot. I'm sure that's probably evident. Um, but I hear the chat in our house. Over the years, the last couple of years, there's a bit more chat about cosmetics. Did you know that God wants you to be a cosmetic? <laughs> what do you mean, Christoph? There's a passage in the New Testament where Paul's writing to Titus a guy who's leading a church, and he says, Titus, whenever you teach the people, teach them to live good lives so that they will make the teaching about God, our Savior, attractive. Now, that word attractive, if we pop up the next slide, there's a Greek word, cosmeo, to make something attractive. Do you see what God wants? He wants my life. This isn't just for girls. This is for all of us. He wants my life and yours to make the message of Jesus beautiful for other people. They see that God is with us. God is with us and they see it. Boys and girls, I thought we could finish this morning by saying that phrase a couple more times. Shall we do that? God is with me and people can see it. God is with me, and people can see it. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that you promise that if anybody comes to you, you'll never turn them away. You are with us if we want to be your followers. And Lord, this beautiful truth that other people can see it, Lord, we pray that that would be more and more true I pray for the boys and girls of our BB and GB companies that they'd be in their schools and in their playgrounds and in their homes 
and in all the clubs that they're in and all the places where they are and that people, like Joseph, people will be able to see that you are with them. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.